You're listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. Visit us online at knowthecause.com and join the conversation at facebook.com slash knowthecause. So Kyle and I had a great talk the other day about uh, exercise in both of our lives. Kyle is a guy, he's got a degree in chemistry, so he was a little boy, 11, 12, 13 years old, that sat in hel- at Carol's at, at the <laughs> health food center in Oklahoma and read muscle books and read supplement books and read everything on health. Went to college, uh, one of the biggest colleges, got his degree in you know business or marketing and then another degree in chemistry. And... Uh, he and I have bounced things, we're close, and we bounce things every week, I would say, off each other. Uh, if we have a difficult person we're working with, we like to see what each of our take is. And you wanted to turn this into a little bit more where you're kind of talking to me. Well, I'm curious, yeah. Yeah, yeah if I could turn the tables okay, a little sure. bit. Only because you are uh, over the age of 50. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I want to know how you've evolved in terms of exercise over the years. Mm -hmm. You still exercise every day. You love to exercise, or at least uh, you you traditionally You think I love it. Well, (laughs) you, okay, do you? That's, I guess that's the first question. Where are you now on the exercise thing? Do you enjoy it as much as you used to? I think the reason addictions do so well (laughs) is because they make us keep doing it. There's some kind of payoff. There's gotta be a payoff, right? I've exercised since I got back from Vietnam. You understand boot camp, the Marine Corps training I went through, the Navy training I went through, the gun shooting I went through. You're out on a gun range, you're climbing around in mud, uh, and you feel good at night when you go to bed. You know, that re-socialization of boot camp and military training was a very good thing for me. Uh, Slept like a baby and so forth. Now, when I got back from Vietnam, I was, you know, I have pictures of me. I'm all 120 pounds, you know, and you're solid, (laughs) man. You could not shoot a bullet through you. Um, and then the real world came along. Gary and Don, my roommates, and I started drinking beer. I was 21 years old. Started eating nothing but bean burritos and Oreo cookies and sandwiches and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> I led a, 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 my 20s were a A 20-something right? uh, diet, right? <laughs> so, so in my uh, 20s, I began jogging. And I ran a lot of these 10K runs down at the Was beach. this in the early days of jogging even being a yes. thing? Okay. Yes, you have to understand the railroad tracks at the beach where I live, Manhattan Beach, California, uh, became a jogging trail uh, when oh. Ruth and I bought. We got married in 1980, so by 1980, they were a jogging trail. You'd run on the railroad tracks that they were filling in, you know, but we'd get up in the morning and run several miles. I worked in hospitals. I developed an allergy test, one of the early food allergy mm-hmm. tests. I was using my brain, I was writing, I was reading. And when I exercised, it was like a magic pill. Mm. All through the day till 5 p.m. and then from 5 to 8, I could study, I could learn, I could open a clinic, I could deal with food allergy, I could travel, I could lecture to doctors and so forth. When your brain must be used for your living, mm. you must exercise and feel the endorphins, the encephalins, you know, the, mm. the, the good stuff coming off your brain. But I over-exercised. Mm. Uh, I stopped jogging. <clears throat> now, let's think. Probably I'm going to go back. This is 2016 late. I probably stopped jogging in 2012. Was it, okay, I, I was trying to remember how long it's been. Because uh, uh, as long as we've been working together, yeah. 
uh, for the longest time, it was every single morning. Right. A lot of times yeah. you would run to work. Yep. Even rode your bike a few times. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll tell you about that yeah. transition. I went good, from good. I went from jogging a few miles a day to an addiction. And many, I see many of my friends doing this. Man, they're rock hard and they feel great. Uh, but what happens, I jogged, if you're ready for this, about 25,000 miles in a 20-year span or a 22-year span. And I ran on tar, never on grass, ran with shoes on, never barefoot. Um, and I ran hard and I went up hills and I ran the White Rock Half Marathon yeah. on my 50th birthday. Dr. Holland and I ran that. Uh, <laughs> and Dave Holland said to me at 13 miles, Wow, don't you feel good? Couldn't you turn around and do this again? He's like 32 years old, you know? <laughs> and you're 50. And I thought, if I make it to that finish line, I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, and Kyle, I injured myself. I injured, to this day, if I sleep wrong, you know, like my right hip. Now, I've helped it with omega-3 fatty acids yeah. and a lot of All things stuff. that I do, a lot of supplements. Um, but I ran too far for too long. And here's the interesting thing. I went from that to bike riding. Gas, coincidentally, had gone to $2 a gallon, and I revolted. And the best way you revolt is not to sue the gas company. They're capitalists. That's okay. But I bought a bike, and I started <laughs> riding to work. You probably remember when I got knocked I remember off. That I got. Uh, I was going down a hill fast, and a landscape truck with a big rear-view mirror, this is probably in 2009, 2006, yeah, maybe yeah. way back then, it hit my handlebars, they shook, and a man, I rolled on the pavement, beat my body up. I was in a sure sling, did. right, dislocated my shoulder. Seeing you <clears throat> in a hospital was, I mean, it was sad, but it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen is watching you. It's like, hello, oil, meet water. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was actually uh, not bad. Do you remember what I told that nurse that came at me with a needle? Yes. She said, when I was did. your last tetanus shot? January. Now, I'm out of it. My brain is scattered. <laughs> I'm totally out of it. I got people walking to me with needles, and I got a paramedic delivering me. So, And I'm, you know, I've got a little banged up, but it wasn't horrible. You have to remember this word, guys. Anybody listening to this right now, ladies and gentlemen, the word is January. She said to me, when was your last tetanus shot? And she's got this huge needle. I said, January. And she said, oh, then you don't need this. Now, it was January of 1952. <laughs> But it was January nonetheless. Um, she didn't give me the tetanus shot. I don't have lockjaw. You know, I so much of this, oh, you guys. Or know. how about this? She also came back and said, here, I'm going to give you some pain yeah. medicine. And Doug said, I'm not in pain. And she said, yeah, but you will be later. So Doug said, well, why do I need the shot now? Right, exactly, shot. I, no, and then she gave me an opium derivative, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, a prescription, which I took home, and my friends are saying, can I buy that from wow, you? Give you 200 nice bucks for yeah. that? I can sell that downtown Dallas for, I didn't take any pain medicine. I was in pain. You remember I had I remember because the very next morning we had a lecture in Plano. And I did. And you were in a sling. You were beat up. It looked like somebody had punched you. <laughs> My face was all beat up. So here's what I want to tell you, Kyle. When I get up in the morning, John and I, my producer, dear man, when I get up in the morning, sometimes I hobble to the bathroom because either my right hip or my dislocated left shoulder, I'm getting old. Uh, I re-injured, I had the left shoulder totally fixed, but I started to want to do a few hundred push-ups a day. Yep. So I do 50, 50, 50, 50, and I re-injured this left shoulder. Here's why I'm so proud. Most 67-year-old guys get up and hobble to the bathroom 
then try and put their leg over the bathtub or the shower, and then try and get their shorts on and their t-shirts, and they're hurting for a totally different reason. Rheumatism, arthritis. It's not a sports-induced injury. Mm. I exercised, I rode a bike hard and was knocked off. I ran hard and knocked my own right hip out of sync. Um, every ache or pain I have was brought on by exercise. It's not age-induced disease. Anatomical things are happening. I mean, it's just that repetitive use type of injury. So the question is, A, do you miss it? Do you miss the job? Because I know you, we called it an addiction, yeah. but you, I mean, you really loved it and you talked about it. Uh, and I know that one of the changes that you made, we used to have a guy here who was a big bodybuilder mm -hmm. um, and he put you on a weightlifting regimen. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, was that the first time in your life uh, that you had done something over and above jogging yeah. when he had you? Okay, yeah. so that's. I saw it coming, Kyle. Yeah. I really knew that my hips, when I was done with a four mile, I'd go up this big hill, yep. down the big hill fast, up another one and around. There's a four mile loop out here that I ran. Yep. Uh, you're right, every, uh, not troops, uh, five to six mornings a week. It was dark, I had time with God. Yep. I mean, the stars were still out. I carried a little flashlight when I went off into the woods. Um, and now what I do, Kyle, I no longer jog. Um, I walk with Ruth, uh, we get up and walk a mile and a half, uh, six days a week. And I found something. Ruth and I are in Hawaii. We took the I kids to Hawaii. Yeah. We got a nice tax return, and we had enough money to take the kids to Hawaii. We stayed in a smaller, not one of the huge Hiltons or something, on the water. We stayed in a, in a personal, maybe it was 60 units right smack on the ocean. Jeez. It was gorgeous. Baby, Berkeley, was one and a half years old. We went with him. So Ruth and I are eating. Okay, I had a beer that my son bought me. That Kyle, it was uh, maybe six ounces, yep. and it was called a bikini or something, and uh, I drank that, and I was talking to Ethan, and I'll be darned if that, it was hot, if that wasn't the best tasting beer I ever had in my life. <laughs> so what do you think I did the next day? Had another. So Ruth and I, at the end of this week, yeah. we have eaten croissants. Yep. I ate uh, well, oatmeal just about every day, um, so I blew my diet, and we put weight on. We're laying in bed the night before we go back and we see this incredibly rugged looking guy with these buns of steel and these <laughs> arms that are rippling and all tan. And he's on something <laughs> called a maxi climber. Oh, wow. And uh, you know, it came on and said, this takes 10 minutes a day. And Ruth and I look at 10 minutes a day. Well, we can do 10 minutes a day. Uh, and we're, you know, my stomach's all falling off to the side, right? <laughs> From a week right, of croissant week. I'm sitting there with a bikini beer <laughs> next to my nightstand. Um, and I said, no, we got to do something. And I know I can't go back and jog. This was several years ago. And uh, so we bought one, $229. Yep. We put it on a credit card. I'm never the kind of guy that hangs my pajamas on things. I use everything I ever bought. And we got this thing, and I, I bent down to build it. I had to move my stomach out of the way. <laughs> and, uh, and I put it together in 10 minutes, and I was trying to impress my wife. You know, I might be uh -huh. old, but you I betcha. still got it. You betcha, big And I boy. get on this thing, and you, you know, your arms and your legs work in It's unison. like you're climbing. You're climbing a mountain. Yeah. Right? And uh, 30 seconds into it, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was that it's intense. Intense. Seriously. And you, wow. I remember I had an upper respiratory infection because I had eaten it. <laughs> Most people don't know you don't acquire 
uh, upper respiratory infection, you eat it. And I had eaten it, um, and I deserved it. And man, I start hawking stuff out at 45 seconds. You'd have thought I was a machine instead of a wow. human. And then Ruth got on it. Boom, 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 boom. Two minutes, she says, really? she yawns. Oh, I'm a little tired of this. Really? And I'm mad. Um, it took me, now let me tell you the truth, and these people <laughs> listening to this are going to have a ball with it. My shoulder was okay on it. My yeah. hip was okay on it. So finally, something I can do to break a sweat. It took me a good two months. Mm -hmm. By the way, when you're going 10 minutes without stop on this thing, you're doing 500 of these, if you're listening. One, two, three, four. And, you're, and you do 500 of them in uh -huh. 10 minutes. And your rear is kicked. You are dripping sweat. I did it this morning. But you are exercising. If you know physiology and anatomy, you're working, Kyle, stuff you haven't worked in a long time. Your ankles, your gluteus medius, your back muscles, your shoulders, everything. It took you two months to do what? To get up to 500, to 10 solid minutes. Wow. See, I, I, some of these, uh, you know, I watch uh, the UFC. Sure, yeah. Mixed martial arts. And every time I see a show where it's showing these fighters when they're training, yeah. A lot of them are doing that. Mm -hmm. They're doing mm -hmm. those uh, those uh, those both flexes climbers. and those maxi climbers. Yeah, yeah. and they're doing this. Uh, a lot of them are doing that in lieu of the long road work that they used to do yes. back in the day because Spurts. they're finding their their careers right. are being extended if they're not hitting the exactly. pavement and exactly. pounding it really really hard. Uh, which is ironic for a fighter. They're worried about the pavement, but they're about to jump in with exactly. some animal, some assassin. <laughs> Kick that's him gonna, in the head, that's right? right, exactly. Yeah. But I want to know this, Doug. So, uh, first of all, I didn't get an answer. Did you? Do you miss running? Yeah, yeah. I will always. It, it was miss one. It, it's it's your native tongue, it isn't is. it? It is. I will always miss. You know, in Vietnam, I ran because I was scared. Um, you <laughs> get home and you run for exercise. <laughs> Um, and it's something, Kyle, all I can tell you is if you can imagine, I tend to be a little bit spiritual too. Time with the Lord is really important to me. Okay. I had that time before the phones went, before the studio lights went on, before makeup went on. Set your, it it yes. set your, your whole mind. The whole day, it? the yeah. whole day. And I huffed and puffed and I sweat for an hour afterwards and it was dark and stars were out. Yep. And I could hear, I know a lot of listeners are going to think this crazy, I could hear God more carefully. Yep. I listened. By the time that 40-minute jog was done, a 10-minute mile up and down hills for four, for four miles, I got in my car and I was high. And so I miss that. I really do. I can imagine. And the thing about it is, is that uh, you're walking and you're doing this climber. Yep. The climber is super intense. The walk is super gentle. Right. That, that, that yin and yang kind of thing uh, I think is really, really good, but there was something about the running that was special. My question to you then, I guess to kind of close it down is, you're talking to a 20-year-old, and the 20-year-old is doing the Spartan race and everything else. They're, they like doing long-distance running and all of that stuff. In my, everybody I've ever spoken to, you, Mark Sisson, uh, when he was doing Olympic-level <laughs> yes, training, yes. Everybody I know who has done long running at, gets to a point at some point in their life when their bodies are broken down. Mm -hmm. They are just broken down from that repetitive use type of motion. What do you say to the 20-year-old who says, I really like running. I think I could do this the rest of my life. Do you, 
talk somebody out of doing something that they love and that you know why they love it because you do too? Or do you say, do it for a while, but just plan an exit strategy also? Live your life to the fullest. Don't regret any morning getting up and running or any night uh, running and know that we're all going home one day. It would be the 20-year-old who is killed tragically in a war or a car wreck that I'd be the guy saying, uh, no, tone down your running. I didn't stop jogging, so on my 50th birthday, I ran the White Rock Half Marathon. That was grueling. Uh, probably <laughs> another 10 years before I stopped running. So I went from 25, eh, 24 maybe, to 60 running. Yeah, my right hip is a little bad, but it's, it bothers me not at all when I take my fish oils and do my exercise climbing and so forth. I don't even know I'm in pain. I can sit on a couch and do computer work for an hour. I don't even know I'm in pain. Live your life to the fullest. Don't be fearful. Um, I didn't know I was going to live to be 67. You know, who, who was it that said, if I knew I was going to live to be this old, I would have taken better care of myself? <laughs> I wouldn't have. I enjoyed, at 25 years old, I enjoyed it just as much as the day I quit. I love it. And I only quit uh, because my hip was a little painful, and what did I do? I found a new exercise. Yep. And then when my shoulder got hurt on that exercise, I figured I gotta find a new exercise, so. So it sounds to me like your advice is live. live. Just live. Thanks, I love it, Tom. Doug. Thanks for letting me turn the tables on you. You this bet, was special. this was fun. Thank you for listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or tell a friend. For more, visit us online at knowthecause.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knowthecause. Thank you.